848 on the crosstalk on WIZM from the University of Wisconsin Lacrosse Political Science Department. Anthony Chergoski, our guest, I assume, locked away in a COVID free uh, studio with uh, no chance of contracting the virus, at least not while we're on the air. Anthony, you safe? It, it, it's a top secret, undisclosed location, Mike. Well, I certainly, even if I knew where you were, I would not tell a soul. <laughs> I, I need you to be a resource for us for a very, very long time. Hey, there's an election next Tuesday. Is Wisconsin ready for it amongst all of this? Well, this has been really interesting to watch unfold, Mike, because there have been obviously a record number of absentee ballots requested. And so the bulk of the voting, my guess, is going to happen by mail. But then you had that very interesting court ruling yesterday where the federal judge was taking up the issue of if the election should be postponed. And, of course, the judge says, no, the election will go as planned for next Tuesday, but that people would have until today at 5 to request an absentee ballot, and then any ballots that were received uh, before April the 13th would be counted. So essentially, you have in-person voting next Tuesday, but then you have this really extended period of time when absentee ballots can still be sent in and counted. So I honestly don't remember or can't think of any similar situation where you do have an in-person voting, but then for several days after the in-person voting, you can also send it an absentee ballot. Well, and that it'll be real interesting to see how national news covers it because there won't be any exit polling since the election takes place Tuesday. But you've got till uh, what counters uh, will be busy until the following Monday looking for votes in the mail. Has that ever yeah, happened before? Gonna, I don't recall. It, it, I, I don't either, Mike. I mean, it's, it's going to be really wild because normally we stay up on Tuesday night and wait for the results to come in. But I think Tuesday will be a bit anticlimactic, so to speak, because there really sure. won't be results to report. I mean, it would be kind of crazy if they did report results on Tuesday because people would still have time to send in their mail and vote. So, uh, you know, right. I, I, hope, I hope they don't report results while people still have the opportunity to vote. Um, that would seem to be unfair. But, of course, there's all sorts of concerns with in-person voting due to the coronavirus. And with, uh, I know that in La Crosse they've cut the number of in-person voting locations down to eight, which honestly, Mike, eight is pretty impressive when you look at the low number of in-person voting places in Green Bay and in Madison and in some other places. So, I mean, while La Crosse has had to cut down on its number of in-person voting locations, I think we're actually doing pretty darn well compared to some other locations around Wisconsin. Well, in, in an attempt to uh, allow everyone to vote. They expect that will be considerably less in-person voting, and you still have all those poll workers that need to be kept safe. So it's a, uh, it's a testament to the uh, hard work of Jenny Dankmeyer and, and uh, others who have made this all work, and I sure hope that 
everybody uh, who does plan to in-person vote knows where they're going on Tuesday. Uh, you can get that information on the WISM website, by the way. So there's no reason to say, I didn't know where to go, so I didn't vote. Uh, that doesn't cut it. Uh, no, no, it doesn't, Mike. I mean, especially as you point out, when people are taking a big risk and when people are, you know, putting their health on the line by staffing these polling places, I really got to give a shout out to the people who have made this election happen under such difficult circumstances. You know, all the people behind the scenes who are mailing out these absentee ballots and collecting the absentee ballots. I, it just shows what a fantastic job the people in the local governments are, are doing around the state to make this happen. And uh, uh, the amount of work that they're setting themselves up for over the uh, the days following the Tuesday election, uh, I don't imagine that uh, anybody is looking forward to any of that. Trying to keep, uh, you know, I'd, I certainly don't want to speculate uh, a bucket of poop, but uh, this election, because of all these changes, really sets itself up for the possibility of a mess. Are we going to do you think we'll end up with clear winners by the 13th? Well, Mike, I think the not uh, on the one hand, you do have the Marquette poll coming out this week that shows Joe Biden with a massive lead over Bernie Sanders. And obviously, the, the nightmare of every election official is that you have a very difficult voting process plus a really close election outcome. And at least for the Democratic presidential race, it doesn't seem like that's going to be the case because uh, Joe Biden, according to the Marquette poll this week, has opened up an overwhelming lead over Bernie Sanders. So I can't imagine there would be any difficulty there. But the Supreme state Supreme Court races between Joe Karofsky and Daniel Kelly, uh, those are always really difficult to judge uh, because uh, it, it's hard to get a clear sense of where the voters are at. You know, we don't have polling data, these public polling data on the state Supreme Court race. If that turns out to be a close election, then this could be tied up in the courts for quite some time to come. And so, uh, you know, obviously I know that the election administrators are hoping that one way or another it's a clear-cut outcome. But uh, you know how Wisconsin works, Mike. Uh, we're, we're used to close elections here. And if close elections, if a close election happens for the Supreme Court, then we could be in for a long, drawn-out battle over that. And, of course, uh, uh, trying to decide who wins and who loses in an election by going to court is uh, not a preferential or a preferable uh, outcome from an election. Oh, no, not at all. all right. I mean, people need to have confidence in the election system. People need to have confidence that it's a free and fair election. And when elections get tied up in the courts and there's a perception that the judges are deciding the election, then it undermines confidence in the election system. And so, you know, my fingers are crossed that that doesn't happen because people need to have confidence in, in our elections. And if this gets tied up in court, then that could really undermine confidence. And, and that would not be a good outcome.